Good morning, mon petit pois. Hello, I am Angela Scanlon and welcome to the Thanks a Million mini pods. Do you like that? Now, whilst we're waiting for Series 4 and a truckload of new thank yous, I thought we'd revisit the thank you next chapter of some of our guests' lives to remind us that we have got this. I love asking guests what their thank you next is because it's all about silver linings. It's a period in people's lives that have been and gone, which at the time felt like a complete disaster, but in hindsight, they're maybe even grateful for it. We all have them. Some people, you know, frame them and put them on the wall and use them to drive them forward. Some people buckle under the weight. Most of us do a bit of both. Things that we thought would be the end of us that have kind of, with a little bit of hindsight, turned out to be just the beginning. Please don't forget to subscribe so that you'll get all the Thank You Next mini-pods as soon as they are released. Plus, be the first to know when Series 4 of Thanks A Million drops. Also, please do share this with a friend or family member or anyone really, I'm not fussy, who you think might benefit or needs a little hug of the lobes. This week's Thank You Next is from Ashling B. A comedian, writer, actor and all-round Irish goddess. Since being on Thanks A Million back in 2019, she has won a BAFTA for her Channel 4 comedy series This Way Up. She's just wrapped on the second season, you'll be delighted to hear. She's also starred in the brilliant Netflix series Living With Yourself with Paul Rudd and appeared in the ITV hit drama series Quiz. And she's recently announced that she will be starring in Home Alone 3. So she's about to go full on icon status. Kevin! On that note, Ashling! But what I hear you ask is Ashling's thank you next. Do you know what? There was someone I worked with who was quite a bullying presence and I often think of this because it turned out she was kind of bullying uh, someone who I love very much as well and I didn't know about it and she didn't say anything to me at the time and uh, until afterwards and she said we had a good old chat with it after I stopped working with this person we had a good old chat about it kind of maybe a year later and she said to me do you know what we both learned something but we lost something in lesson which is a bit of a pity. So there are times at life that you can, like what doesn't kill you makes it stronger. Yeah. But then there are times when it's like, oh, what doesn't kill you can give you a really bad leg, but you're still alive at the end of it. And yeah. I wish I had a good leg and was alive. That did teach me about being very careful to look for the red flags in terms of people you work with. And when someone constantly makes you feel bad about yourself or like, like you're always the problem. Okay. And I probably should have seen those red flags, but it was also maybe a reflection about how I saw myself that I was a problem and maybe I didn't like myself a lot of the time. So she was just confirming that. But it was she only was when seeing I seeing re- you yes. as you saw yourself. Yeah. And it was only when I realized she was being mean to a lot of my colleagues and people I was working with at the time that I was more ready to stop working with her because of how she treated them than by how she treated me. I was like, "Oh, you can be mean to me, but once you're mean to them." Yeah that's a different kettle of fish and in in that situation I don't know if I'd say thank you next I'd be like oh we got over it but next and I won't do that again yeah so there'll be no thank you next in terms of that situation and I do think that there are definitely ways in life you can learn things and you can go oh yeah I definitely learned something but I did feel a little bit sad I felt I lost a little bit of my confidence for a couple of years mm-hmm. after that situation and I know it definitely dented my pal as well 
but we've come out the other side of it and of course I think you've got, if you've got an inner grit and determination you'll be grand yeah but um it did make me warier of who I hopped into bed with in terms of work and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it definitely knocked my confidence because it's hard isn't it I suppose you're you're trying to get along with people you don't yeah. want to be difficult you, yeah. all of those things and, and then think, and then you're trying to work out you want to be told if you are being difficult yeah so it's trying to have the right amount of people around you because in this job it's very weird you know like if I'm on an acting job say I just I've been acting non-stop for nine months now with mm-hmm. no time off and on an acting job you get a camera pointed at you all day long for 12 hours someone dresses you someone puts your makeup on someone brings you your food someone picks um, you up Picks you up, drops you home. Uh, when you go to the toilet, a runner comes with you and stands outside the door. Like, it's really awful and can kind of send you a bit mad. And they say into a microphone, she's 10-1, she's 10-1, she's in the toilet. We're travelling, we're travelling. We're travelling, we're travelling. Um, you are brought to sit in a chair. You're given a special chair to sit on. And you're being looked at all the time. And it can be really disconcerting. And sometimes you just don't want anyone to look at you for a while. And you're a bit like, oh, go, can never, I just don't want to be looked at for just like 10 minutes. Okay. Or I just want to have a little bit of autonomy back. But on the other hand, you're almost made feel like such a special princess that you can absolutely see why people become dickheads. And it's something that I think as you get more successful, you do want people around you who go, oh, do you know what? You were a bit of a dickhead there. Rain or you didn't say please and thank you enough to that runner who came in. Or you are no more important than that. And I've seen a lot of people in this industry, I'm sure you have too, who've lost that that bit that they should really keep. And I, do, I think I can see how all of us could lose it. Yeah. But I, because also, you know, if you're a little bit off one day, Someone go, oh, I met Angela Scanlon in real life and she wasn't that nice. And you're like, no, I was just having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And it's so annoying that someone might judge you when that day you just didn't want to be looked at. Yeah. Or, and everyone should get their days when they don't want to be looked at. Mm-hmm. But um, I can see how without enough people around you who will call you out on it, that it could happen. Mm. That's where it can be hard because on one hand, you're also a very sensitive soul. And by you, I mean the artistic community and and a lot of people who aren't in the artsy world that you can take it on too much. I'm like so afraid of being a dickhead that someone will go, you're being one. You're like, yes, yes, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so awful. And people can really manipulate that. Take advantage of that. Totally take advantage of that. And Mm. that's what so much things is happening with the Me Too campaign and everything. It's not just about sexism for women. It's about how it's an abuse of power and how the people we surround ourselves with or the people we look up to and give the power to employ us or tell us what to do with our careers or our life or produce us. Um, how much trust do we put into their hands and should we and rightly so because you have to give up trust to people that can make your stuff etc yeah. and then how much could that be abused because we're all such sensitive souls who want to make it big or want to become a star mm-hmm. and um, and how much people can see those open wounds and keep stretching them and it's very hard to tell who is developing you and who is wounding you it's really hard to tell at times yeah. Which is which? So I know that's a very vague answer for thank you next, but it's one of those things how I would talk about that situation, but wouldn't be like I'm going to name a name or yeah, I'm gonna, no, you no, know, no, no. That's a sort of um, yeah, yeah. It's a different thing, but it's like yeah. actually, I feel sad for that. I feel sad version for of me. myself yes. that allowed yeah, yeah, yeah. It to happen. I feel sad for me knowing how tough a time I gave myself after it and how long it took me to build my confidence back mm. up yeah. after it. Never again. Never again you will hope. I be there. <laughs> be, um, be not owned. 
<laughs> probably will be like next week. So I'm I like, mean, you're a piece of shit. I'm like, okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm here. Thank you, online troll. <laughs> no, I hope. Oh my God, don't get me started. I know. Thank you next to that bully bitch. <laughs> and all the lessons she taught you, even if you're limping a bit still. <laughs> it's not quite a thank you, but it's definitely a next. But as Ashling says, she has learned to be aware of who she works with and boundaries. It's all about the old boundaries, isn't it? And, you know, if you learn something along the way, sure, isn't that the main thing? Now, what is your thank you next? Let me know at Angela Scanlon, please. And if you missed it, you can listen back to the full episode with the wonderful Ashling B, where we talk all about loneliness, friendship and dustbusters among many other things oh that was my ankle cracking a bit too young for cracking of the hips and feet and ankles my left knee is an absolute danger zone in that department anyway yeah series four of thanks a million will be dropping soon maybe we'll get a doctor on and i can rinse them for some lubrication tips for my knees you can also subscribe to my brand new new look newsletter a lot of news in there down below if you know what I mean. For now though, thank you Ashley. Who is next? <laughs>